Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James Mots Montemagno. And I am Michael Ho 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 Rivat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> happy holidays, buddy. Happy yes. holidays. Happy holidays to you, my friend. Oh, happy holidays to you, good sir. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can't believe it's a literally we're recording this on a Monday. So one week away, the big day, the big Christmas day. I know um, I think Hanukkah just happened. So happy Hanukkah. Happy Feliz Navidad. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy, happy all the holidays. All the holidays. Every holiday. We love all the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ready? Are you all set? Or did you finish all your Christmas shopping? Uh, I, I mean, I won't finish probably until Christmas Eve. Not that it, not that it's not done necessarily, but I, I still like to go to the mall. I still like to kind of like putts around and just see what i find and you know the big the big ticket items are for the most part done some things still need to get in the mail but aside from that things are done but i do like to just kind of wander around and see if anything jumps out at me you know little knickknacks little stuff like that so and i and i and i'm one of probably the few that actually enjoys going to the mall when it's packed and it's got the christmas lights and the crowds and stuff i i'm not really looking for anything you know so i don't get like hectic i don't get like angry i'm just wandering around so i really just enjoy the hustle bustle and the christmas music and santa and the kids all excited i think i'd probably get just as excited as any kid would so uh yeah i'm just i'm excited for the holidays i really love christmas i'm i i can't wait all right if, okay live your life live your life um yeah i was at target because i want need to get a gift card and that was the worst experience in my entire life so i'm pretty much excited to just finish my online shopping i'm, I'm kind of like you i there's a lot of local stores so there's little things that i'll probably pick up along the way but i've i think i've almost all of my shipments have almost been sent or at least what needs to go in them are done so i feel good about that timing and then it's all mm. local local after that Nice. So that's that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I mean it's it's right around the corner. Uh, so and now it's it's do or die, as they say. I guess with these yeah. shipments, and, and most of them probably won't even make it now until after yeah. anyway. But I, I that's okay. You got something to look forward to after the holidays. Yeah. Now you were on a little trip down into New York, and I got a snickety snap from you, good sir. And I need to know what happened and what's. Going oh on. yeah. So we went down uh, weekend family and friends weekend down there visiting and, and just kind of doing the Christmas thing, you know, seeing the Christmas tree and just trying to soak it all in, seeing all the lights and everything. And one of the must visits for me while I was there was Nintendo store, right? I mean, we, you mm-hmm. and I have discussed this a couple of times that it's, you know, it's about a three hour bus slash train ride, depending on what I take. Uh, most of the time it's the bus, but it's very infrequent that i get down there just because and so i had to go into nintendo i just had to see you know i've been there a couple times before but i always like to see what they have going on and it was just madness they have a (laughs) giant like it was crazy like i got to play pokemon so that was very cool i got to see it it looks it looks beautiful in person um and i because that was the first time i've seen it and then you go upstairs in in the store and they have they have this um it's it's basically like a a tournament setup a huge 
TV that takes up the entire wall and you have a line, a, a queue where people are getting in line to battle each other in front of everyone. And it was awesome. I, I didn't get in line just because it was, it was very long and I didn't feel like waiting, but it was fun to watch a little bit and just kind of take in some of the madness. Uh, and it was really cool to see the game in action, to see what was happening. And then one of my favorite parts that actually I watched this more than watching people play the game was they have another queue with a television and some speakers and stuff where kids come up and now they're talking to a screen that has Mario and he's interacting with them, like actually speaking uh, to them. They speak back, they wave, they do stuff and he's waving. And Mario started doing impersonations of like Waluigi and, and uh, Wario and stuff like that. And he's like, doesn't that sound just like him? And the kids are like, Oh yeah, that's it sounds, it's a seven out of 10. He's like seven. <laughs> that's way, that's way too low. So he's actually having a conversation with them. It was very, very cool. It was, that was very funny to watch. You know, I, I, I think I stood there and watched it for about five minutes with the little kids. And uh, it was cool. The whole experience was great. I always love seeing, you know, uh, they kind of have it set up as a store slash museum. So you can see a bunch of the older consoles on the wall. You can see like what, you know, they have this this really cool Game Boy, like the, the original Game Boy, the gray one, the big brick uh, yeah. that was in like the Gulf War. And, and apparently it, something happened terrible and it's melted and it's just, I mean, it's just destroyed. It's still working. Like oh, it's cool. still playing. And I mean, I don't even know how you would push the buttons. Everything just looks like it just kind of, it's a screen and everything just like oozed around it. And uh, <laughs> they've got it plugged in and it's, it's still going, it's still playing its game. So it was, it was just cool to see all of the little stuff. They've got a life-size Zelda. They've got a sword. They've got Mario all over the place. Very, very fun. Now, did you, now had you gone in recently? Because I went in many, many years ago when I was in New York, and it was I don't think it was anything like that. I think that it was redone recently, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think it, and it could have been. I don't know if it was, but it, the last time I was there in the store may have been the time that you and our friend Luke came and visited and we went in. That that was probably, I don't even know how many years ago now, four or five years ago. Um, and that was the last time I was there. So I, I, do, I don't remember any of the, like the large screen TV. I definitely don't remember the interactive uh, Mario setup. Those things were definitely new without a doubt. I kind of remember seeing like the, the Nintendo, like the consoles. But aside from that, I don't remember anything else. Um, you know, and then it's just a store in addition to all that stuff. So obviously you have all kinds of shirts and games and everything else. But um, yeah, I definitely think they've updated it since the last time at least i was there nice did you buy anything i did not oh, i did okay. not buy anything only because it was crazy like i i think if if anything i i would have loved to buy and like poke around but it was just madness and and the day i went it it was pouring all day long so everybody in there was just wet and just soaked through and just kind of miserable and beautiful and i was just kind of off in the corner soaking in a little bit doing a little pokemon go while i was checking in and and that was about it and i just wanted to kind of soak it in for a little while but no the lines were just it, it was it was like things were in the air people were throwing papers and just it was it was crazy it was it was madness that sounds 
amazing. Yeah, it was overwhelming. I love it. To say it's the overwhelming. least. And it's right yeah. there. I mean, it's right next to Rockefeller Center. So people are at the tree and you can see almost the store from the Christmas tree. So it's kind of like you're in the center. You're in the middle of everything when you go to Nickel or Nintendo. Oh man, I need to go. I need to go. I'm all, I need yeah. to go. I mean, I need to go. All right. Uh, well, I'm glad that you got to go at least. I, uh, I enjoyed the snap. I'm sure you took some photos, so we'll, we'll make sure we tweet those out for, uh, for everyone involved. But, uh, oh man, I'm pretty jealous, pretty jealous. <laughs> wow. Oh, geez. Well, let's break it down. Let's get into some, uh, some big end news, uh, this week. Uh, the biggest, the biggest thing that's kind of happening in the world is, is Reggie did an interview cause you know, Reggie likes Loves to do it. interviews. Somehow he's always talking about the Nintendo. He's like, hey, Nintendo this, Nintendo that, Switch this, 3DS <laughs> that, all these things. Well, he did a, a pretty long interview with The Hollywood Reporter. And to be honest with you, there wasn't anything too revolutionary, groundbreaking. But there was a few little bits of information that um, sparked some news stories uh, that we figured would go over. Because he was asked specifically about the NES and SNES Classic. And how, you know, they're like, hey, you know, Nintendo's always said that they're not going to be around forever. So the Hollywood Reporter said, hey, what's going on about first the NES and SNES Classic? And also, what about, you know, future classic systems? So he said, hey, just the update here. Once they're gone this holiday season, they are gone. Once they're sold out, they're gone. They're not going to make any more ever, ever, Michael. They're gone. (laughs) Get them while you can. Um, he said that those are the extent of our classic program, which means that there would be no N64 classic or GameCube classic or Wii U classic or Wii classic. Michael, hmm. Hmm. terrible, hmm. terrible to that. I say, hmm. hmm, do they hate money? I don't understand. Actually, you know, surprisingly, <laughs> my thoughts on this is, OK, once they're gone, they're gone. I mean, there's probably a a finite demand for these systems, to be honest with you. So kind of just having them around on the shelves, not a big deal. But to me, I feel like they could just sell them every Christmas and people would buy them. Am I wrong? I think, well, I don't I I guess I'm mixed on this because I I kind of agree that there's there's a limited demand. Once the people that want it have already got it in theory, because it's not they're not hard to find right now. You know, you mm-hmm. can definitely pick these up. And I think beyond that, people are okay not having those classics, right? I mean, I can't see a lot of younger people to Nintendo, or at least not in the generation that grew up with an NES or SNES classic, um, caring that much about playing a 20-year-old game. Yeah. They're just, That's a good point. I, I, they don't care. They're just like, nah, I'll play my new Pokemon. Why would I want to play this old game it doesn't mean anything to them so the people that care about it and it it means something to them probably already have it uh so they don't they don't need anything else and then beyond that i'm kind of hoping they're doubling down on the nes online games and they're like that's going to be the new focus that's my hope anyway because i would much rather have everything on my switch as opposed to this other um collectible console that's has a limited number of games on it mm. that's a good point that's a good point um yeah all right all right you win you win good sir <laughs> sounds good yeah i mean i think it's probably a good focus just in general for them to, to to dial in on um yeah i wouldn't be mad at them about that i mean to me the what i've seen from the playstation classic that came out recently is kind of 
anything past the SNES era just doesn't really hold up. I mean, unfortunately, sure. we're spoiled by 3D graphics now nowadays, and it's hard to go back to those to those older graphics. And if you don't get it right with the different frame rates and the resolution and the, all the other things that kind of Sony didn't do in that regard, then it's not great. And to be honest, uh, to a bigger extent, those N64 classic or N64 controllers are pretty big. I mean, yeah. That's actually a really interesting thing, too. Maybe that was the sweet spot. NES, SNES, the graphics are so outdated that you almost like like look back fondly on them. And when we see that all the time with new games coming out that have that similar old style, but you don't see anything that's sort of like a PlayStation Tomb Raider that's like, you know, it's just too outdated, but not that outdated. So it just doesn't look good. It's like, oh, they tried and just looks like a janky game where maybe that's what they saw with the PlayStation Classic. And they said, you know what? Maybe we're good. Maybe we're good where we are with this and we're not going to push it with the N64 Classic. Yeah, we're good here. We are good here, people. Uh, That's that's my assumption. I could be wrong, but that's my assumption at this point is that they're like, hey, we're just going to kick it right here. Let it let it do its thing. and And that's it. Is, is yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, almost all that he said. Um, mm-hmm. He did give these updates, but he did talk a little bit about Wii U ports, you know, that have come across. We've had a lot of really successful Wii U ports. I know there's another uh, another uh, article that came out that that said like 50 percent of all Switch owners own, I think, like Mario Kart and Zelda and, and like Mario. Um, and of course, Mario Kart is like a, a port, but updated for the deluxe edition. Um, he goes, you know. If you think about it, he goes, let's be honest, Wii U wasn't successful. Well, he said, you know, as successful as we would have hoped. Yet, you know, there's a lot of fantastic content. We've we've talked about that many a times. There is a lot of fantastic content on the Wii U. And now that the Switch has a bigger install base, you know, we're, they're going to, you know, bring it out. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad mm-hmm. at that. Um, he did get questioned, though, which I thought was intriguing about um, Red Dead Redemption 2, which is not out on the Switch. And... They didn't really go deep, right? Uh, even though they're Hollywood Reporter, they didn't really go too deep on the reporting because <laughs> they're like, "Would you have been interested in having this come out on the Switch?" Of course, Reggie would have been interested. No, nah. Uh, nah, nah, nah. I don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that that hit that people have been waiting for for years. Uh, no, no, thanks. Yeah, he he gave a good. He goes, of course we would love it. He goes, you know, the problem is usually with development, and you think of Red Dead Redemption Two. It's probably been in development for twenty eight thousand years, and you know, you, you need time back and forth to, for how long they can go, unless you do a big porting strategy. So even if you look at Doom, you know, it came out a long while ago on the Xbox, now out on the Switch or Wolfenstein. You know, they need time to port those over, and who knows if uh, Rockstar is gonna invest in a porting strategy but it's like of course i want that why wouldn't i want that so yeah but anyways that was the little report it's pretty good you can read through it we'll put the links in the show notes if you want to get the full breakdown from reggie yeah all kinds of good stuff but i think those were the highlights i mean personally i who wouldn't want to see red dead on there but i don't think that is going to happen. It was no. kind of a weird question for them to ask. Yeah. Now, a game that everybody is playing, well, almost everybody, not you and I, that we know of, uh, <laughs> but Smash Brothers Ultimate is out. People are playing it. 
it's it's a hit you know critically acclaimed everybody loves it it is without a doubt the ultimate version of the game but there is a huge issue growing around this and that revolves around the online component now this game is clearly focused on fighting and you play other characters so the fact that the online is having big big lag issues and delays and connection problems uh it, it's kind of troubling it a lot of people and and some are even saying boycott nintendo over this issue which may be a bit extreme but um they're really really unhappy so you have these connection issues you have lag okay that's a big enough problem as it is on top of that though you have issues where games are like players are being dumped into games that they've specifically said they don't want to be playing in. So um, you'll have something where your game type in, maybe you say, I don't want items to drop. You'll be dumped into a game that has items dropping. So now all of a sudden you're not prepared for the play style. You're not really playing the way you want to be playing. And this really has an effect on your global smash power, your GSP and the rank system. So if you're playing in a ranked battle and you're saying, I don't want this, I don't want this. I want it to be very maybe minimalist. That's how I play. And all of a sudden you're in a game where anything goes. Now you're doing everything in your power to keep your GSP up and it has no you can't do anything you can't quit quit it you can't get forced out of it because if you do you're penalized so players are really really upset and maybe rightfully so i this is kind of a a huge flaw on their part now if you throw in the fact that they're and you and i've had this conversation where they are now suggesting or did right from the very beginning the official LAN cable adapter for like 35 dollars mm-hmm. um you know, then it's kind of like, okay, so I buy the game for 60. Now I'm up to a hundred almost because I have to buy this thing that you suggest, or I can't even play the game. And then you have the service on top of that. But I, I don't really count that as, as a smash ultimate issue. That's just, you know, any game would have that, but uh, you know, you're looking at a hundred dollars for a game that right now is not playing the way it should with, with all things considered right? You're, you're buying all this game. It's not like there's bugs or anything, but just Nintendo cannot get online right. They always struggle with this. And I think play, players are right in saying that they're upset about it. Yeah. And I mean, obviously this time around, we're paying for the online play. Yeah. Even worse, I guess, right? Now you are paying to do that and you're buying this game and you have to buy this this adapter, which, you know, should probably have been considered when you built your system um i i don't know i think it i think it is a big problem with a game like this that is built around a competitive culture yeah and you have a portable system so it's not always going to be on LAN. you're going to be playing portable mode mm-hmm. and for me um since we moved a few months ago um we don't have a like a new new apartment with ethernet wired throughout the entire place so we only have wired connections in our office and out in the living room, I have my switch and I have my Nvidia shield for TV and those are both on wireless and there's, I'm not going to drill through the wall or run a a, a 50 foot, you know, ethernet cable through the hallway. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. So I'm told, um, um, (laughs) it's not not acceptable. Uh, it's a 32 year old I hear. So, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, this is definitely an issue and, and hopefully they just patch it. You know, I know there's been a few patches coming out and 
I feel like they gotta they gotta figure out online plays one day. That's what I gotta figure. Yeah, they yeah. definitely have to get that. I mean, I'd love to even see. It, you know, they did come out with this adapter, and and we were talking about this after one of the shows. Why didn't they include it at least when it's in docked mode? It could have been using a wired connection, right? Yeah. Maybe that would have been a better solution. But yeah. I, I don't know, man. This this should be the adapter should have at least have been maybe even even in bundled, like included. You know, it's this was a, a a mistake on our part, and you're already paying a pretty big premium for the the game. Here's the adapter to make this as good as we can. Yeah, tricky. It's a tricky one. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Well, hopefully they figure it out. Um, and before we get our copies, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure, yeah, exactly. And I, and I have a, a few friends that have been playing. I, they haven't played online, I don't believe. They've been playing locally, so I need to go and check it out, see it for myself in person, see if there's an issue. And, and who knows? It may depend on your internet. There's probably a million different things, but I, I don't know. I feel as if they need to figure it out. And I'll just we'll just see if the reports keep coming in. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, for me, I would probably be doing mostly online, right? Mm. Because it, like we've discussed before, it's it's a lot harder now to group up with people and be like, all right, we're going to do a, a smash night. So like I would most likely be playing online. And if that's the biggest weakness in the game and, and I don't see that they've gotten this ironed out, I won't buy it. Like I, I'm just I'm losing interest now because it's like, well, that's probably the number one way I'd be playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they figure it out, like we said. Uh, But in brighter news, Michael, an online game that apparently is working okay uh, is Pokemon Go. So, of course, you know, some more um, some more Nintendo goodness here in Pokemon Go. We've both been players and you said you played a little bit in New York. There's two big Mm -hmm. things that have happened recently. I think it's in the last week or so. The PVP player versus player portion of Pokemon Go came out. And this is pretty intriguing because you at least have to be a level 10 or above, which I, I totally am. That doesn't take too long. Um, and there's two modes. There's um, against players and then also against the computer. So you can go in and train against computer players. They call it training or so um, by going into the nearby menu and you can just kind of do your own thing. But there's a really cool thing, which is that there's local. So if you were at that Nintendo store in New York, you could go in, challenge a nearby trainer, and you can like swap QR codes. So apparently you have to really be close. You don't even have to be friends, but you have to at least be like, I'm going to battle you and I'm going to scan your QR code. I mean, this is literally the. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you you know, that's that's how you initiate. So you initiate it. And that's kind of cool. Or. If you're an ultra or best friend, which I believe we may be best friends, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't even know best friends was an option. Uh, yeah, I think you could be best friends or ultra. Fr- I want to be an ultra friend. That's what I want to be. Yeah, I want to be ultra. I want to be an ultra friends. Uh, apparently, you can just go in and battle them. You can just be like, oh, I want to go to my friends list. Battle. Boom. There's a battle button next to the trade. I like this. Yeah. So we are going to check it out and report back next week um, as Michael and I battle each other for glory. Um, Yeah. But there's like awards and stuff. And at the same time, not only that, starting literally yesterday, so on the 18th, this comes out on the 19th, the uh, winter event uh, will have started in Pokemon Go. So there's a whole schedule of things, uh, you know, Pikachus with cute hats, you know, hatching eggs, 
um, in shorter amounts of times, double catch and transfer of candy, double catch stardust, double catch XP. So every day and every few days there's something different going on, different themed clothing, different themed Pokemon uh, that are going on. So be on the lookout for that um, uh, in general. So more Pokemon goodness, Michael, not bad. Keeps Sweet. going, keeps going. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to check to see what level friendship we have and, and become ultra friends. I want to... I want to be ultra friends. Yeah. Now, something that's fantastic news for any Switch owner, I guess bragging rights, if you will, the Switch has now surpassed the lifetime sales of the PlayStation Vita in Japan. So in less than two years versus Vita 7, Switch sells 6 million units. The Vita did under 6 at 5.9. So it just is ahead of it. But... I think that's fantastic. I think that's another thing that's showing how much the Switch is a huge success. And uh, and of course, because of this, no, not really because of this, but Sony <laughs> has decided we're stepping away from handheld business in 2019. <laughs> so they said, you know what? We bow down to Nintendo Switch. We give up. You've beaten us. And they're no longer doing handhelds. Yeah, I mean, the writing was on the wall for the the Vita, unfortunately. I mean, I owned a Vita. It's a good, it's a good handheld. Just you know, I'm not a Sony. It was a cool system. Yeah, it was a cool system. I, it just you know the 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 PlayStation Portable and the P, and the PS Vita, they're cool machines. They didn't do it for me for some reason. The game collection, the catalog behind all the Nintendo stuff is just what really draws me in. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it, anybody going into handheld has a huge uphill battle when you're up against Nintendo and what they do. Yeah. And to be honest, though, the cool thing about this story, too, is that the Vita got a lot of great independent games because it was actually relatively easy to port games to the Vita. And as we know, it's relatively easy to port games to the Switch and the development there. Um, um, I hope that we see some games transition kind of not necessarily from the Vita, but from those development houses that were making things from the Vita, they now have, you know, another handheld. So if they were building games for handhelds in a way, they could transition to the Switch, um, possibly. And the impressive part, like you said, is you know, this is a five-year, you know, leap that the Switch has. So who knows in seven, five yeah. more years how many units the Switch will have sold, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, so let's get in some game news before we get into the new releases. Michael... Uh, we had mentioned on a few podcasts back when um, this app was announced uh, that it'd be coming out in December. And guess what? It's December. So it's out. It's called Inky Pen. This is the comic book subscription application. Uh, the first one mm -hmm. ever offering thousands, Michael, thousands of indie comics and web comics uh, out there. Uh, I download. I like that. This is sounding good so far. Sounds good. I installed it. Pretty good. It's free to download. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. Um, so here's the experience. <laughs> okay. So you're telling me you've been reading comics like crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I, I here's what I thought what would happen. I would thought that I would download it from the app store. I'd be able to browse, you know, one or two free comics. And then, you know, they said it's subscription. So you subscribe once like a Netflix model and you get unlimited. So I go, well, at least I want to be able to see something right i don't you know see what the catalog maybe looks like no not allowed <laughs> <laughs> um so you download the app you have to register for a new account to do anything so i registered for an account went verify my email hit next and it's like pay a 7.99 a month 
and then you can see comics. If you don't do that, you can't do anything. So it's game over. Um, what? So not the greatest experience to get started. Because <laughs> um, I mean, that's kind of a bummer. I mean, they, there's got to be a way, though. You know, because I like I like the idea of this. I like the idea. Of, you know, I, I'm, if you're a big comic book fan, then you know, well, sure, you got your switch anyway. Why not read on it? Okay, cool. But how, if I'm if somebody like me, I don't know what's on there. Is there like how am I supposed to know what I'm buying into? Like that seems very shady. That you're going to make somebody pay the eight dollars initially before you even tell them what they're going to be getting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not right. I don't get it. It's my and I went to their website, too, because I go, oh, maybe the website, you know, when you go to Inky mm-hmm. Pen, Inky hyphen pen, not secure. Um, it just says enjoy th- thousands of comics, seven ninety nine a month. And that's <laughs> that's it. They have mm. a team contact press kit. I, I couldn't find anything. So that's very weird. The bummer there. You know, uh, that is. That's I think this could have been a hit, but you got to you got to work with people that you can't just expect them to jump on blindly and say, yeah, sure. No, I'll pay and maybe you'll have comics. I don't maybe. know. Maybe one, one day it free says trial. thousands. I'm sure I'll find something I like. Yeah, give me a one day free trial to a 10 minute free trial, you know, something, anything. Yeah. I, realistically, give a week. Right. Here's a week. You could see what you like, create maybe bookmark some stuff and kind of get the feel. And then you jump into your subscription. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Awesome. But no. Well, they don't. No. So it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bummed because I downloaded it. I was all excited to try it out. And now I just, I'm just deleted it right after once you told me that. Delete. But yep. And delete. So now in good news, unlike that, Stardew Valley multiplayer has finally come to the Switch. This was, you know, in talks for quite a while. This has been out, so it came out December 13th. So anybody that's a big Stardew Valley fan, you probably got the update. And now you are busy farming and fishing and whatever else you want to do with your four friends. Uh, In addition to that, you so the way it works is you get your own cabin. But everything else, all of the other tasks, you do share. It's a collaborative effort, which is kind of cool. I'm I'm into that because there's a lot to always be doing in this game. So if you can split the workload, that's fantastic. And the only thing you do not share is the partner. So you can get a mate in the game, but you're not allowed to share the same one. I think that's fine. But you can date each other so if you're playing with somebody maybe maybe you and i are you know we're dating in stardew valley i I don't know it depends yeah who knows Mm. so you can go on with your friends and play and and that can happen it's amazing it does support voice chat as well but as we say you do need nintendo switch online subscription uh twenty dollars a year we all know and you can also do local gameplay so if you're just hanging out in the house but you each need a switch to do that you cannot play on one switch there is new single player content in addition to this online co-op update uh it includes a new winter festival some character events and maybe most importantly the ability to give your horse a hat so that's nice yeah Mm. a nice little top hat on on uh wilmer Nice. I don't know anything. I haven't played. I still haven't played the Stardew Valley. I own it on Steam. It's very cute. Yeah. I love Harvest Moon, so it seems as if it should be. I think you would love it then. Yeah. 
Yeah, I played it on Steam. That's where I first played it uh, a while back when you and I did that uh, 24-hour game marathon. That was one of my games that I played. Really, really enjoyed it. It's very calming. It's very sort of relaxing game. Beautiful music. Just real fun game to play. And so when I saw it come out on the Switch, I bought it on the Switch as well. But I've had such a backlog of games, I haven't really jumped in there because it is time-consuming. There's a lot that you can do. Um, But this is where multiplayer may actually help me kind of get through the game because I can rely on somebody else to do all the work. <laughs> that's very true. That's that's always the complicated. And I love Harvest. I, like I said, I loved Harvest Moon. So I'd be pretty excited to to jump in on this. So maybe I'll download it. Um, I'm going to wait you yeah. know, through the holiday. I'm assuming there may be a holiday, you know, sale upcoming. So if so, I'll hop mm. on it and, and I'll, I'll do all the farming for you. I like it. I'm on board with that. All right. The last one here, it's a new month, Michael, which means there are new NES classic games on the Switch Online NES classic portal thingy, which you know what? I also got my NES classic controllers, the wireless ones. Ooh. Mm -hmm. How are they? I don't know. I didn't open them yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, But maybe I will because... There are a bunch of new games, and specifically, we get bonus games because more games are getting this SP treatment, this special treatment. So with this release, Dr. Mario and Metroid got the SP treatment. Now, intriguing here is that Dr. Mario, you get started at level 20 at high speed, so you just kind of cheat your way to level 20. All right. (laughs) All right. Uh, On Metroid, though, very intriguing is that you start with all of Samus's abilities um, and you start the game right before the fight with Ridley, which I'm pretty sure is like right (laughs) at the end. So So the game's like 20 minutes long tops. Yeah. And done. So there you go. I I feel as if they could have done a better job where this was a like a mode inside of it, you know, where it's like booted up and it's like, do you want to boot into normal Metroid or do you want to boot into end of end of game dominate everything metroid you know instead of two instead of two boxes on my dashboard that's kind of annoying or just play the game as like you you know you either have everything or you have nothing like the game was meant to be played Mm -hmm. but you still have to play through the game you're just op throughout it you know like don't what's the point of me playing <laughs> boot it up and have everything be at the boss fight. What like what fun is that? How who who's enjoying that? I don't know. I want to. I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. I'm booting it up as we play. Hold on. What? Okay. I'm booting it up. Whoa! Like I literally boot it up. Oh wow! I have everything. I have not. Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's it's. Uh, they didn't lie in this article. Oh, I just so fell right. The end. I'm right at the end. Yeah, I fell right into the. Oh gosh, how do I play this game? Oh my goodness. All right, quit. Uh, you, abort, need the, abort. you need the controllers. I do need that. Is I do need the controllers. The thing that upsets me about uh, the uh, the the these games, by the way, and I'm tangent before we get into your accessories, is that there's no instruction manual. Oh, online. I know. It's so upsetting. How, how cool would it be, right? So you have you're you're, you're re-releasing these games, and you know they came with books that's that you know for anybody listening games used to come out with booklets telling you about the game like i had story because the the game just didn't include it in most cases it was just mm-hmm. not you know good enough to really like animate a story so it told you a backstory how cool would it have been if if they at least gave us like a digital 
version of the booklet. So you could kind yeah. of like flip through it and see some of the original artwork. And like that was a big part in these older NES games. And like you said, you jump in the game and, and almost everyone that I've played so far, I've jumped in it. I have no idea what I'm doing. Zero. Yeah, I've never played a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And that instantly just puts me in a bad mood. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go play a new game that looks cool. And I know what the heck is going on. So I think that would be a kind of a fun, you know, if you want to give the SP or whatever the version they want to call it, include like a book, include some little extra stuff, you know, and then that also builds back on the value of the online purchase. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think they could definitely do a better job with that. Yeah, that's my big complaint. I agree. I agree. Fix it, Nintendo. Fix it. Before we get into bestsellers, I just got something. So last week, you were rubbing your cool flip grip in my face and just bragging about how cool it was and all of the benefits of it. So you said, you know what? I'm going to get a grip and I'm going to rub it in Mott's face this week. So I ordered the Satisfy Pro Gaming Grip for my switch and basically what this does and and, in a majority of games it's not an issue and in almost every game i play with with the handheld mode on the switch it's not an issue except uh fortnite is a big one that i've noticed a lot so the problem that happens Mm. is when you're holding your switch without any additional grip my my right thumb is in such an awkward position like it's more drastic it's it's not like stretched out it's like very like almost at a right angle to kind of hit that that thumbstick right and when i'm playing a game that has a lot of movement and a lot of uh maybe precision or i can't just like flick it and then rest my thumb or something like that where you're constantly moving it i've noticed that i've gotten like fatigue after 30 minutes or so. So I said, you know what? I'm going to look into this. And for, I think it was like 12 bucks, 15 bucks, somewhere in there. But this pro gaming grip actually is pretty, pretty cool. It It's made of plastic, but it's it's sort of like a higher grade. You know, it doesn't feel like a cheap, flimsy plastic. It's it's pretty nice. And then where your, your hand goes, it's a rubberized material. So there's like a little coating on it or something. And essentially the switch with the Joy-Cons slides into this and it has two little rubber stoppers on both sides. That's kind of what holds it in position. And now it gives it a much more um, like, like console controller orientation for your thumb. So you're playing it just like any other controller would. And it is way, way better. So for that price, uh, it's definitely something I would I would suggest if anybody else is having the similar issue that I had. It's basically, it's, it's asymmetrical. So like the left is just kind of the way it is, but the right, the right side of the, the controller handle kind of sticks out a little bit farther so that your thumb is, is straight. There's no bend to it anymore. It's just very comfortable position. Uh, this will no longer, if you use it and keep your switch in it, it will no longer fit in any of your cases, similar to our TomTok case. It won't fit in that without taking this off, but they do sell a case that allows you to use the grip and the switch at the same time if that's your thing i just leave this controller at home it's not something i'm really i don't need to be on the road with this thing but it was something that's much more comfortable for me if i'm playing 
you know, if I'm playing Fortnite or something nice. like that. So it's awesome. Uh, I will be posting some photos and, and more of a refined review of it once I've got a little bit more time. I like that when your Switch is in it, you can kind of sit it on your desk and it sits nice like a little stand. Uh, really well thought out. Excellent product. I give it two not nice. sore thumbs up. <laughs> well we'll put a link we'll put a link in the show notes uh i'll, I'll put it in there yeah. very cool i like i like accessories at work that's it an yeah and it's thing. and it's reasonably priced it's not something that's gouging the wallet I, like i said it was either 12 or 15 bucks very very reasonable i will be sending uh I'll, I'll do a bunch of photos with it and stuff like that so people can see kind of how it fits in my hands and just give some perspective but i definitely really like it so far now we are going to get into the best sellers and as always we run down the top 10 for the week and still to no one's surprise despite the online issues the number one is smash brothers number two is diablo 3 number three is katamari reroll number four is bouncy bob number five is super mario odyssey number six overcooked two Number seven is Car Quest. It's 90% off this week. Number eight is Super Mario Party. Number nine is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Eevee fell right off the top 10. It's not even there anymore. And then in the top 10, rounding it out is Gris, which is an all new game this week. Great to them. And we also like to call any other new games that have come up into the top 30, but just didn't quite make that top 10. So we have Sega Genesis Classics moved up to 18. Guacamelee 2 is in the 28th spot. And then just squeaking in there is Fantasy Star Sega Ages at 29. Man, I thought that Santa Tracker was really going <laughs> to hit it. Um, and- it did go on sale. I don't know. It, it could peak. There's still one weekend left, so maybe it'll peak. Uh, so funny. Well, you know, um, there's a lot of games that are 90% off. So Bouncy Bob back on the 90% off car quest, 90% off. No reload heroes. Like there's a, no thing. Just a, 19 cents for wow. this game. Like legit, legitimately, uh, I, I will. I want to call it just some of these other ones. Yeah. Um, Immortal Redneck. Remember yeah. that game? 50% off. 50% off. That's a steal. I mean, 90 and 50. That's huge. Uh, all the guns, gore and cannoli games are on sale. 25% off. Vertical Strike, our favorite horizontal shooter, 30% off. Um, there's really not too much on here besides, but there's just a lot of random games. Party Golf, five bucks, that's 66% off. Um, I was I was going through, I was like, wow, there's like a lot of games on sale. Um, I don't know if any of them are spectacular, mm. but uh, but if there were like little ones, the indie titles where you're like, oh, I was thinking about buying Suicide Guy. Well, now it's 40% off, so maybe you're going to, jump on it sure when it's when but it's yeah, like under five dollars or you know when it's it's gotten much more reasonable it's hard to to say no you almost kind of like it's worth a shot right but yeah and it shakes up the top yeah. 10 i mean legitimately you know in the top 30 it just it does it so well all right michael let's get into the new releases of the week uh we like to kick it off every single week with retail releases you know things that you can go into a store and buy you know, remember brick and mortar Wait, stores? I don't even understand how this works. <laughs> so what you do is you um, you get into your vehicle of choice and then you drive probably to like a mall or a strip. OK, I'm with you so far. And then there, <laughs> there's a there, <laughs> there's a store there. 
like a re like a, a box. It's like a big box. <laughs> okay. And it, it's it's like a and you walk into that big box and inside is a store where you can exchange physical money uh, or digital money too with your credit card. Uh, and they'll the, it, for exchange of a, a game. It's oh. physical, a real physical disc. I may I may cartridge. have to try this out. So how how many great new releases are there this week that I can do this way? Well, this week, Michael, there is exactly zero new releases <laughs> <laughs> that you can go into the store and get. Um, oh. In fact, there are no new ones for the rest of the year. So oh, um, my, you got me all you got me all excited on this retail release business, and I guess I'll just I'll, go right back to the old digital. Old digital, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Nothing, uh, nothing. I was kind of surprised when I went in there. I was like, oh, oh, nope. Wow, that's the least it's ever been for your ever for you. All right. Well, then I guess that leaves digital downloads. So we'll jump right into that. On December 17th, we have Firewatch for $20. Hyper Ride Vector Raid for $4. Clue for $30. Then on the 18th, we have Donut Country for $13. Sheltered for $15. And Williams Pinball Volume 2 for Pinball FX3 for $10. On the 20th, we have Aww for $5. <laughs> Battle Princess Madeline for $20. Cake Laboratory for $3. Cronus Arc for $13. Fungi Explosion for $18. Guess the Character for $3. Horizon Shift 81 for $10. Kingmaker Rise to the Throne for $15. Leopold's, I don't know, Man Casile for $6. I don't know. Nightshade for $48. Revertia for $5. The Keep for $18. And Vivette. For ten dollars, like Rivet. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I was thinking. It's just like my name. So then on the twenty first, we have Clouds and Sheep two for ten dollars. Dynamite Fishing World Games for ten dollars. Sundered <laughs> Eldrick Edition for twenty dollars. <laughs> then on December twenty second, we have Colo Row for ten dollars. Mana Spark for ten dollars. And Wonder Shot for $10. So let's go back. What stood out to you this week, aside from my terrible pronunciation of most of these games? Surprisingly, there's a few games that are sparking my interest, uh, Michael. Um, And, you know, I've always wanted to play Firewatch, but never have. And uh, I knew that it was coming and it's out. So I don't know if I'll buy it. but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big one for me, there are three. I've marked like three or four in here. So Donut Country. Did you watch the trailer for Donut yeah, Country? Yeah, it looks, it looks really good. I think that's another one that I want as well. So that one is you. I think you control this hole and the hole gets bigger and then things fall into the hole. Um, and that's the game. It kind of reminds me of <laughs> Katamari Damase, right? Like it's very similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the hole keeps growing and things fall into the hole. Yeah, you consume stuff 
as you as you drag the hole around. I love so they showed this trailer and they showed this hole going moving around and then the hole grabs this building and the building starts going and then the music's building up and then the building kind of chips over and just like gets stuck and then you see the players like no and then you start moving the hole until the the building kind of falls down into it it's very cute yeah super cute and that one's been out on other systems as well so i i i want to pick up that one at some point in time it's on my wish list obviously you know i was very sad because uh williams pinball volume two for pinball fx3 had come out last week for other systems or even a week and a half ago and we had to wait like two weeks and mm-hmm. had a little coming soon inside of the game and i was mad i was like, what's going on i had to research and they're like oh it comes out on the, these three consoles on the 18th so i don't know if there's some time exclusive thing or something but um it's out it's coming out i'm gonna buy it buying it right away need it need it need it in my life um the other one that has my name all over it maybe this horizon shift 81 mm. um it, when i saw that it, i thought of you yeah it is a oh, vertical horizontal vertical vertical yeah vertical weird shooter so the the thing with this game is if you like shmups this has a unique twist which is that your your ship is in the middle of the screen on this line and enemies are coming in multiple directions from the top and bottom and it has like weird i don't know things but in the description michael it says that it is flip grip enabled and in fact it plays better with the flip grip oh it literally says that so i own the flip grip so i feel like i have to have to buy it just because yeah i kind of Um, agree yeah. And besides that one, that the Sunder Edition. <laughs> Sunderid. Sunder. This this is like a Metroidvania type of game, but this is from the creators of Jotun, uh, which is a game that came out a while ago. Very beautiful art graphic style to it. Uh has a local co-op too, which I don't have any friends, so I won't be able to play that. But uh, this game just looks really cool, just in general, if you're looking for a it's like a Metroidvania crossover with Lovecraft, like HP Lovecraft style to it. So if you're into that and you're looking for a, another another type of Metroidvania type of game, give that a look. What about you, Michael? Well, you had mentioned Firewatch. That is a must for me. It's something I'm extremely excited to finally play. I've been eyeing it. It was on, I think, Steam and a bunch of other things. And I just I never pulled the trigger on it. Well, I fixed that today. I actually bought it already. So I will be playing Firewatch. Uh, I, I kind of interested in Clue. I mean, I've always loved that game. So I, I was I'm, I may check that I may look into it at least and just see and kind of see if maybe we get a deal on that anytime soon. 30 bucks for Clue is a little high, but I don't know. I'll keep an eye on it. And then Donut Country seems super fun. You know, that that's priced pretty decent for 13 bucks for what you're going to get. And I could see that being a lot of content and kind of fun. It could either go one way or the other, right? I mean, you could play it for five minutes and be like, oh, they, they really didn't give any thought to this. It, it is exactly a hole just dropping stuff in. Or it can have some sort of interesting gameplay and be kind of fun and a little bit of a puzzle solver and stuff like that. Uh, so I am interested in Donut Country as well. But that that's it for me. I mean, I, I think those are great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You can, uh, if you really want to get into Clue, they have a season pass. So you can get oh. additional DLC. Oh, and boy. Character packs. Wow. There's online play. There's online wow, play. I like that. See, that now that's, they're, they're changing my mind. I think that's great. I think that kind of game should. Yeah. What's wow. the Firewatch 101? What's your Firewatch 101? Like, what do I need to know about it? Because I know I, about it a little bit. 
so I know very little aside from uh, I, I watched when it first came out, I watched a couple people playing it on uh, Twitch. Essentially, it's set in 1989. You play as this guy that goes to work as a, you know, a, a ranger, I guess, a fire watch. And it's set in the wilderness in Wyoming, I believe. So he all you do is you're walking around and it's a very solo experience and you're you, you do have a contact uh, named Delilah and she's on a walkie talkie. So you're talking her through that. And then as you're, you make decisions throughout the game. So the game kind of adapts to you, the decisions you make. And it's a very tailor made story as they say. And um, at some point, you start to realize there's a mystery. Something is going wrong. There's something that you're discovering and you need to figure out what that is. So that's what I know of it. Um, it's gorgeous. I know that as well. And it always intrigued me. When I watched a little bit of it on Twitch, I, I ended up having to stop because I didn't want to ruin the story. You know, the person was making decisions and I, I just really didn't want, it's not a game that I wanted to watch because I knew I wanted to play it. So yeah. I love games like that. I love those sort of atmospheric uh, exploration type games where you get to make decisions and the games kind of adapt into those decisions. So I, I'm really excited to to see what this mystery is um, and and see, you know, kind of what happens. Nice. Yeah. 20 bucks. That's a good deal. Sounds a good. Yeah, deal. it's not bad. And the game is just gorgeous, if nothing else. Uh, so it just seems like it would be a really fun you know, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a long game, but I think it would just be a really fun story to kind of watch and play through. Nice. So that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been back on my Doom train uh, playing Doom uh, and been going very well. I have, again, been super enjoying it. I I like kind of coming in now into Doom. Yeah, because all of the DLC and all the updates and all the things, it's almost an advantage that it came later to the Switch, to be honest <laughs> with you, because you get all this stuff and there's all these hidden mysteries and think junk and things and arcade modes and multiplayer updates. They just had a big update. Uh, so there's all these things and it feels like a whole new game compared to when I bought it you, for you a while back on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. When I when it first came out, I bought it because I was really into it and I don't know, like everything about it, I'm really loving. I think it's great. It's, so would you it, say this is sort of, and I've heard it said before, like this is the definitive version for it and the maybe one of the best places to play it. I think it it is. I think it is the, the best version of it. Uh, and only because I've played it on other consoles before. And to me, I'm, I'm having way more fun on my Switch. That's awesome. And it, I played it on the TV too. So I was playing it handheld. And it was running butter smooth. And I played it also on my handheld with my pro controller. Mm -hmm. Also really great. Like I don't, it's not how to panic button, man, crushing it. Um, the game loads really good, really fast. Um, I, you know, I even put the game in pause, jumped around to other screens, came back the next day and it booted right up instantaneously. You know what I mean? I was so like, impressive. Wow, it's exactly how it's supposed to work. And, um, I don't know. Really good. If you have, you know, it was on sale a while ago. I don't know if it'll go back on sale or not, but if it does, or even if it doesn't, you find this game for 30, 40, 50 bucks. It it's phenomenal. It is a great, great game. I cannot recommend it enough. So 
give it a looks. Nice. Um, I did download some demos. I can report on both of them, but next week I'm going to have a full breakdown of um, fitness boxing. Ooh. You know about this game coming out from Nintendo? I remember us talking about it a while back, but I have not played this demo. I, I, mm. didn't, I didn't see this one. So you got to get this demo. It's really, really cool. So it's pretty okay. annoying for a while. <laughs> the voice work is terrible. Uh, they did some computer learning algorithm and she speaks like a robot. It's terrible. But it's it's a rhythm-based, you know, boxing with the Joy-Cons and you punch and, and you react and there's things coming up. I went through the training and here's the cool thing about the demo is the demo is a, a three-day trial because the game is not just fitness boxing. It's like a whole workout, we fitness type thing where you're tracking, you know, different fitness plans and how long you win, all these things. So it seems very involved, which seems mm. really nice. And um, before you get to start playing, it goes, hey, once you start, you have three days of this. And I go, oh, I want to maximize this, right? So I'm going to tomorrow... I'm going to set some side of time and you could do 10 minute, 20 minute or 30 minute workout. So I'm going to do 30 minute workouts each day. And next week I'll report back on how fit I am. Wow. That's, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. They give you, you know, like a good chunk of time because obviously it's not something you can just do for 30 minutes and be like, oh yeah, this is a make or break. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. So that, that, that kind of was a nice thing, but you can do the full training ahead of time. And then after the training is when it will ask you. So you can download it if you don't have time. You just want to play around with it. The training is like five, ten minutes. But after that, you just kind of go right into it, which is cool. Um, so I'll report back. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you said that you played Katamari Damasi mm -hmm. reroll last week. I downloaded the demo uh, and I wanted to report because you did not like the controls. Mm -hmm. um, and it feels just like it did with uh, in the PlayStation era, which is. Still not great controls, but not the worst controls. I, 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 I don't think they regressed at all. Mm. Um, so you didn't seem to have any issues with it. Oh, of course I did, because it's Katamari. Oh, you, 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 that's just yeah. the way it always was. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the turning and things are a little bit hard and moving things around, but you kind of get have to get used to it a little bit. Um, the game looks beautiful, plays beautifully. Yeah. The music is great. Uh, I can see why it's still in the top 10. There's a whole new era of people that um, maybe I've never played it or to me, I would rebuy it, um, just in general, it's on my list of things to get at some point in time when I don't have 5 billion games to play on my, on my switch. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't think it is any worse than it was. The difference is, you know, it was a game that was originally on the PlayStation two and it had the dual shot controllers and both of the joysticks were on the bottom. And I don't know if because of how the Xbox and the Switch both have top left, bottom right, if that is a you know weird at all, or like when you switch. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that has any impact as far as just mean control, but it feels very similar to me as when I played it many, many years ago. So okay, so maybe it was just a matter of just really not remembering the game that well because the the controls like i had said last week it, they just felt very i don't know off but maybe maybe you're right maybe having the controllers sort of next to each other you know kind of working together it, having them separate just does something funny and i can't make that connection i don't, I don't know yeah yeah 
What about you, buddy? What you been playing? Well, primarily for me, so I had a couple games. I did, uh, Dragalia Loss has come out with another event, so I'm focusing on that as we've discussed many a time before. But the one game that I've been playing more than any other has been SteamWorld Heist. And it is just fantastic. I am loving this game. I love all of the games in the SteamWorld series. I think there's this is the third of them now. Um, it just makes me even more excited because there has been little bits and pieces of news coming out about a fourth and what that may entail. But it's just fantastic. The the level of polish, everything about the game is just so so much fun. If you enjoyed, if you enjoyed um, Mario vs. Rabbids, right? Mario Rabbids. Uh, if you enjoyed that game, you would probably enjoyed this as well it's exactly the same idea except it's on a 2d plane so you're just kind of looking cross-section at it but you are moving in a very similar fashion you can go up and down and you can ricochet your bullets and blah 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 and you play as a, a group of pirates trying to battle this other group moving into the territory at least that's where i'm at in the game and you move around this map to different various battles and you can get one to three stars depending on how well you do and then you get more gear and you can keep building up your characters and you can find new characters that join your rogue team to go out there and battle these and it's all fun and kind of cutesy and it's you know they're all they're all robots so some of them are the 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 character styles and the designs are just very fun and intriguing and cute and it's just so well done and i'm really really enjoying it there is um, a certain level of complexity to it. So th- I've definitely not succeeded several times and where I have to go back and say, okay, that strategy didn't work. Let me reconsider how I do this and do it again. Really, really, it's a must get. Excellent game. Love it. Nice. Well, that's, I mean, mm-hmm. the only positive things ever over from you on those games. I, I, I need to get them at some point in my life. Again, I have way too many games. I have way I too many games. It's <laughs> terrible. So, all right, buddy. Well, this has been fun. We didn't have any news, and yet we talked for an hour. So perfect. That's a classic. <laughs> we did it. We did it again. Classic Nintendo Dispatch. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Dispatch, people. Be sure to check us out on um, the Twitter sphere at Dispatch Podcast. You can, of course, go to NintendoDispatch.com where you can get the latest um, episodes and reviews of games and accessories. We just dropped our little Nightmares review that has been delayed forever, and it's just from me. Of course, my Skyforce anniversary uh, review and a whole lot more. So go over there. You can hit subscribe on any of your favorite podcast applications. Share with your friends. We'd appreciate that. And feel free to reach out anytime by hitting that contact button right on the website. You can just send us an email. We'll read that email. We, we love it. We hope that everyone has a happy holiday. And until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>